And time now to go over the latest COVID headlines with vaccine researcher, family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. She joins us each and every Wednesday, and she's on the line and joins us here now on Global News Radio. Doctor, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Okay, we're going to start with uh, Pfizer this week because there's a new study out that says the effectiveness of the Pfizer vaccine lasts just six months, uh, half a year. Is that surprising? Well, let's just clarify that a little bit. So this is a study published just a few days ago in The Lancet. This is a peer-reviewed journal. They looked at over three and a half million patients. This is data from Kaiser Permanente out of the US. And what did they find? It's still very, very good at preventing hospitalization, even six months later. There's a 90%, 90% reduction in hospitalization. So that's still good. But when it comes to protecting against mild to moderate symptomatic disease, it goes from 93%, you know, two weeks after getting doubly vaxxed, to just 53%. So yes, we know it's not perfect, and that's the argument they're making in the United States for everyone to get that double dose, or that extra booster, I mean. But of course, this study has limitations. It's not taking into consideration masks. You know, so in California, don't forget, this is California, people are not necessarily paying attention to the mask like we are here. All right. So does this make you just mention and reference the booster shot a second ago? Does this make a third shot, a booster shot more of likelihood here in this country in Canada, do you think? I don't see that coming down the pipe very quickly. Um, I think at this point, NASA's guidelines remain the same. I don't see them changing as a result of this. But it will be up to them to decide what they want to do. And don't forget, NASA's guidelines are not binding. Even once they say, even if they were to say, okay, everybody over 65, which I'm, I doubt they're going to do that because the hospitalizations remained low, even from Delta. You know, so we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But it is up to the individual provinces and territories to decide what they do with the National Advisory Committee on Immunizations Guidelines. And speaking of that third shot, that booster shot, also in the headlines this afternoon is Moderna. They have asked Health Canada to approve a booster shot, a third shot. What do we know about this? So this is super interesting. Moderna has cut the dose in half. You know, so that's big news. They cut the dose in half. And you might ask, well, why did they do that for their booster shot? Because they're worried a little bit about that risk of myocarditis. That may be one thing. Don't forget the myocarditis signal was a weak signal in the overall data. But in individuals who are younger, 18 to 24, especially male, especially after the second dose, the numbers were higher. So basically, they've cut the dose in half. Now, whether or not Health Canada will approve it remains to be seen. You know, they have been doing rolling reviews of the data, and it came as a surprise that they got it as early as they did. All right. Since we're talking about uh, shots, I know this week you also wanted to discuss the uh, flu shot. And uh, this is something that you and I have talked about and several others over the last uh, few weeks or, or month, whether or not we are going to see a flu season, much like last year, where the flu is pretty much non-existent or if it's uh, coming back and uh, whether or not a flu shot is truly uh, necessary uh, this year, considering, you know, a lot of people have already got the uh, vaccine from Pfizer, Moderna or AstraZeneca. Well, this is the thing. There are a lot of things that make this year different than last year. And let's list those things. First, we're, we're dealing with Delta. 
And Delta is not just, just more, tra more transmissible, more contagious, and carrying a literally a thousand times more of the virus. The problem is that the, the flu will worsen Delta, and Delta will worsen the flu. And never mind, society has now opened up. This isn't at all the same situation that we had last year. Last year, everything was basically shut down. Kids weren't in school, businesses were closed, et cetera. Well, that's not at all the situation we have now. And we know that one lung disease feeds into the next. So if you've got an influenza, well, you're far more at risk of getting COVID and worse COVID with Delta. And incidentally, once we're on the topic, Delta does in fact make people sicker. A University of Toronto study just coming out today in the Canadian Medical Association Journal shows very concerning numbers. More than twice the risk of ICU admission. So that's really concerning. And we've heard repeatedly from ICU physicians that the stays are much longer. And my heart goes out to, the, to Alberta and Saskatchewan as they see their numbers climbing and, and it's, it's, it's quite concerning. Without a doubt. Uh, back to the flu shot just for a quick second, though. So your advice is, and I know flu shots, they're becoming available starting today in many centers, including uh, Toronto. But uh, your advice is get the flu shot this year? Get the flu shot. And I'll share with you, especially children. Why? Because children are largely unvaccinated. Those under 12 are huge transmissors to older people of the influenza virus. So it's critical that that population be vaccinated okay and when i'm we excited that people can get it from the pharmacy and incidentally it can be co-administered with the covid19 vaccination that's a new nasty guideline as well you know so the idea of oh i have to go back twice you don't actually you can get both shots at once oh okay that's interesting i hadn't heard that yet so uh that is uh, fairly convenient if you've not uh, had maybe your second vaccination uh, yet you're waiting to be uh, fully uh, vaccinated you can go in and get both without any concern your second dose and your flu shot that's correct that's correct and understand that the current recommendation for individuals over 65 is to try to get that high dose but let's not overestimate the importance of that what, what's more important than high dose is getting it and getting it on time. Because don't forget, just like the COVID-19 vaccine, it's going to take a minimum of two weeks to have any real immunity to influenza. So we want to stay ahead of that curve. We cannot assume that the numbers this year will again be as low as last year. It'd be great if they were, but I don't think we can plan on that. I think they're going to be significantly higher I don't think they're going to be nearly as high as usual, but even that's conjecture on my part. All right. Listen, we've got to take a break, but stand by. Dr. Iris Gorfinkel is on standby as well. And coming up after the break, we will ask the doctor, what should the etiquette be around Thanksgiving this year? Of course, it's fast approaching this weekend. Is Thanksgiving a weekend? Now that a lot of the country is vaccinated, fully vaccinated, is it going to be, should it be a much different Thanksgiving than last year? We'll ask the doctor that coming up next here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.